Welcome back to another edition of Cleveland Schwill. And again, I'm going to be out of my comfort zone. I'm going to be talking to Mallory Duvall of Beauty Ritual Skincare out in Canfield, Ohio. And she's going to be telling me about a bunch of different things uh, that I have little to no experience with. And I am planning on learning a lot. But in the meantime, I'm going to start with talking about what it is I'm drinking on today's episode, which is a real simple simple drink. I have a Budweiser Select because it's only 99 calories and it's supposed to be good for me, I guess. Uh, I'm going to just <laughs> drink that during today's uh, interview with Mallory. And I'd like to now take this time to introduce my guest, Mallory Duvall of Beauty Rituals Skincare and Beauty Rituals Med Spa, both of which you can find on Instagram and on the web. Uh, Mallory, how are you? What'd you bring with you to drink on the Schwill? Hi. Um, so I have uh, some water and some coconut water because I drank too much tequila on my trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because Valerie, you're just coming back from uh, Los Angeles where you were out at a seminar. How'd that go? It was an amazing trip. I had so much fun out there. A little jet lag, but we're good. Okay. And what was it that uh, you guys were going over at, at, uh, at that seminar? What were you learning about? So it was a PMU conference. Um, PMU is permanent makeup. And um, there were people from all over the world speaking about different subjects to just better hone in our, our craft. Um, it's a very artistic craft. Um, and there's a lot of things always changing and growing. And so basically it was three days of just so much knowledge that I have to, um, I took 50 pages of notes. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, I was going to ask you if you just recorded it, like, or if you were even allowed to. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And they send it to us. Like, so we have the recordings, but um, I'm always a big believer in like paper to pen. I, I know. think like always just makes it like solidified in your brain. It does. It helps you to remember, like when I write things down yeah. as like listening, I, it helps me to retain it. So yeah. it's really nice to be able to do that. Um, well, it's great that you came back. I know you had a little jet lag while you were out there uh, <laughs> and now you're back, but you come back to your city and it's really close to East Palestine. Uh, what have you noticed? I mean, we don't have to get into great detail about what's going on out there, but I know it's been the center of basically all media attention for the last few weeks. I know. And, you know, I'm really, I'm really glad to see that it has gained a lot more um, visibility. Um, I was talking to people in LA and they're like, oh, what is that? Oh, I think I heard something about that. And it's just a, it's a shame because like, this is, it's huge. Like we saw over our house, I'm like 30 miles away. So, but we're still in like the radius. Yeah the cone of uncertainty um, but we saw the black clouds so it's just really it's really heartbreaking to see you know something like that you don't know i mean who knows what the right decision was or the wrong decision i think it was definitely um environmentally and for those people those poor people um, a really bad decision. Um, but I know that we had like a couple of like Aaron Brockovich was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I think she's going to be a huge advocate for this area. I mean, there's like, they're saying even all the way to like Alliance is going to be affected by this, which that's wow. like, an, that's like an hour away. Um, yeah. so it's, 
And it could be years to come too. Like you don't, with these environmental things, you just don't really know. You have Uh, no, no idea the impact and, you know, affected the water. There's chickens and, and foxes and fish dead. Like almost immediately. So if that, you know, obviously animals are smaller than us, so they're going to be impacted quicker. It's like the whole like canary in the coal mine. Um, they die first. And so they know that there's a problem. It's like that, that is showing us that there's, there's a problem. If these little animals are dying that quickly, like within hours of that explosion. Yeah. Then what is it? Us. So it's heartbreaking. It is. And it's strange because just today I saw like a little snippet of a reel where Mike DeWine was out there with the head of Ohio's EPA and they were like drinking tap water and stuff. And it's just like, it sends a, like a weird feeling in my stomach seeing stuff like that. Just like, what are you trying to prove? Like, why are you out there doing this right now? Like, you know, that there's all these other, uh, I think I saw JD Vance out there. Like he's yes. saw, he was looking at the, uh, the ground and like, you could just see what looked like rainbow colors all throughout the water immediately. And, yeah. It's just like, I'm sitting there like, man, something's really fishy about this. And then I just saw some young girls TikTok. She was by a bridge by some kind of filter that they had placed in the river or Creek, something there. And all these dead fish piled up. And I was just like, this isn't right. There's just something's really off right now. So, yeah, it's um, the fact that it's it's like running, you know, it's running downhill. Basically, it's running down the Ohio River. Um, Yeah, yeah, there's just so so many things that that are going to be affected by it. And the fact that like, I I mean, I'm it's so great to see that so many um, you know, politicians are actually going there and saying, Hey, this is not okay. That yeah. hopefully they, that town will have a voice and, and this area will have a voice. Um, because it's, you know, it's one of those things where they, I think they gave people, the people that were like in the, in a, a mile radius from the explosion, they gave them like a thousand dollars per family. Hmm. All there's like, there's Facebook groups of, you know, help for East Palestine, um, you know, that like, if you want to donate water, um, you can, you can donate water, clean water for them because they, right now, I mean, yes, he, Mike DeWine drank the water, but what does that even mean? What I know, does that that's mean? what I was thinking too. Yeah, what, what does that mean? Like these people are terrified and you don't know, like it's already a toxic, there was like one of, it was one of five chemicals um, they only listed the vinyl chloride, but there was like so many other ones. And it's like, well, what happens to those when they mix? And then we're using household cleaning products and things like that to clean up the, the, you know, it, it's just like, is messed up. <laughs> there's just like, no, there's, there's like no, no other way to put it. There's no, no. other way. To put it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I know. I know. And, and I know, <clears throat> On that note, it's it's hard to transition into what we're going to talk about it, you know, because it's a little bit of a lighter topic than that. But <laughs> the 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 just the fact that you're so close to that and just how big that really is, and you know, I I think we had started talking about even doing this interview before that incident even happened, that train derailment. Yeah. So like yeah. it, it's very recent, um, and it's just really it's really a sad story, and and you're just really close to it, so. Uh, it's it's nice to hear the perspective of just a normal person that's living by there that's not got any skin in the game is you know politically so right. it, you know what I mean it's just you're you're just telling you're telling it like it is like you see yeah. it so um, but anyway uh, Mallory uh, not too long ago you you opened a uh, beauty rituals and, and wellness and skincare and it's on uh, East Main Street. Unit 40, Hilltop Plaza in Canfield, Ohio. Uh, can you give me a little background of one, like how you got into this type of work and then what it was like to finally like open up that business? Um, so 19-year-old me decided to go to aesthetic school in Florida. And um, 
you know, it's this career has brought me through <laughs> um, three states, two husbands and three children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I pat my little 19 year old self on the back because it was the best thing that I ever could have done um, for myself. Um, I, I have been practicing um, since 2003 and I've, um, so fun fact, when I went to school in our like envelope of information, they give you all this information insurance and like what you can do with your career and all of that. Um, there was a flyer for permanent makeup and I was like, that's what I want to do. So you had to have your aesthetics license to be a permanent makeup artist in Florida and it was $2,000. And I was like, I don't have $2,000 right now. So yeah. I didn't, I didn't do it. And, you know, had my kids and moved and, you know, did all this stuff. And then like seven years ago, I went and got trained in permanent makeup. So that's the, uh, my two passions, permanent makeup and skincare. So, Married. <laughs> yeah. So was that something that like, even at a younger age than 19, you were into skincare and all that stuff. You always had like a small passion for that. And then it just kind of blossomed when you got older. Yeah. I was always like the hippie girl, the natural girl, you know, no chemicals. And I'd read labels on things My parents for fun. Like this sounds so disgusting. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 And it just kind of blossomed into that. I mean, I always loved makeup. I was, I was always having fun with that kind of stuff, doing my own hair. I would do, I did my cousin's um, hair and makeup for her wedding and my friend. And and then it just like kind of started compounding. And I was like, this is like, I'm really building something. So it's super cool to like see it come to fruition and like, you know, everything happens the time that it's supposed to happen. So, you know, be almost 40 and I now have my own location, but it's exploding. And that is, I, you know what, that is just makes me so happy to hear because like you're, you know, it's your passion. It's what you love. So I guarantee there's hard days and there's days that you uh, are, are extremely tired at the end of the day, but you know, you've built something and that's definitely something to be extremely proud of. And if anybody like myself, goes to your Instagram page, I think they'll be very impressed with what you've built, just even by the pictures and the reels you put up. So that's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, what was it like to, like, when did you actually open the business? What What was that like? Um, so I worked, um, let's see, like seven, six years ago, seven years ago, maybe eight, somewhere around there. I moved into a I stopped working with somebody um, and moved into a salon suite. And um, I was happy with making like $150 a week in my business. <laughs> so I don't know how anybody could live off of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can make my rent, but I believe, I, I guess I believed in myself and um, was with that salon for uh, about five years. And I just was, I needed, I needed to be closer. I was driving really far. Um, it was like 45 minutes for me to go to the salon. I live in the middle of nowhere. So I was like, I just really need something different. Um, and I saw the sign, uh, like Ace of Base is going on in my head. Um, <laughs> um, but I saw this sign and I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like, am I going to call? I talked to my husband. I was like, Hey, like, I think I need to do this. And he was like, yeah, do, you know, if you got to do it, do it, let like go for it. So within like two weeks, I was, I was like transitioning my business out of like one room into 1500 square feet. And, um, now I have like an employee. I have several renters. Um, I now have a school. (laughs) So in a year and a half, I, my, what I expected 
and what I have are two completely different things. <sighs> and, um, I love it. I never imagined that I would have the business that I have right now. And it's really still in like, you know, it's like a toddler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it gets cranky sometimes, but uh, it's growing up and it is starting to find its voice. Um, I always joke and say that I don't, I don't even like the color pink, but that's the color of my brand. Um, I wear a lot of pink now. I have, yeah. um, like, you know, it's one of those things that just like whatever your business says. So I have to listen to it. And it told me that this is what it wants to do. Wow. Like it's its own entity. You it know? is it's, its own yeah, thing. You own it, but it's it kind of owning you at the same time. And, <laughs> and some little ways uh that's funny uh well that's cool so let's talk a little bit about what you actually do there and i I like that you talked about like you know originally that you knew that permanent makeup was something that you'd be very interested in or almost have a passion about so that is what you're doing there and i wanted to talk about a, a different types of permanent makeup or why people may want to get permanent makeup. So first of all, we know it's a type of tattooing, but it's a little bit more in depth than that. So how does somebody go about coming to you? Like, do they get a consultation first or what do you recommend? Yes, absolutely. So um, with different um, procedures, there's different contraindications or things, you know, that may, um, you know, just they can't get that service, or I just need to see if they're using something. So we have to have that conversation to make sure that they're um, picking the right procedure for them and that I um, can actually perform that procedure. So, you know, eyeliner and um, scar revision or camouflage or eyebrows. There's so many different things. And um, if you don't have that consultation, one, you'll never know if you're a real candidate for it. Um, And there are a lot of people out there that'll tattoo you. And that's a shame because it's dangerous if you're, um, you know, if you don't go to somebody who's trained and who is licensed um, in their county. I mean, I have the health inspector in all the time I call him um, and in all of the time, meaning he's inspecting my facility to make sure that I'm doing exactly what I should be doing for the safety clients. So that begins with that consultation. Okay. So you've mentioned a a couple different things there. So how do we differentiate what it is to get camouflage makeup as opposed to permanent makeup or uh, what's involved if you wanted to get, you know, uh, eyebrows put on? Like, is there treatments you have to do before you do, you know, do something like that? So typically it's, you know, once we have that consultation, I've given you, uh, the, the, the right idea of if you had to like stop taking, um, or using like a retinol or anti-aging products on your face. Um, just because sometimes those can thin the skin or just cause irritation. So if I'm, if I'm tattooing you, and you're using those things, your skin can just be sensitive. Um, but there could be things like eyeliner where you have to not have lash extensions and you can't be using lash growth serum. And those are two things that people do all of the time. So those are two things that I have to make sure that you're not even doing, um, for a couple of weeks. Okay. There is, there is prep in it. Um, but then, you know, day of, we really just clean the skin and do some mapping. Um, and get in there and, and give you an eyebrow or, you know, give you eyebrows or eyeliner. But when it comes to like the paramedical side of things, sometimes we have to have medical clearance, um, you know, just an okay from a physician. Um, we do vitiligo, um, uh, camouflage. And sometimes if the vitiligo is still, um, migrating and changing, then that's something that we actually can't work on because it's going to look bad. Um, and that just means that there's something active still going on in the, in the body. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like, there's prep work, there's, um, you know, and different techniques and different things that, that we do. Um, and you know, you may or may not be a right candidate for some of these things at all, even if you want it. And I'll definitely turn people away. Um, if I think that it's going to compromise them in any way. 
Yeah. And one of the things you had brought up is uh, earlier, and it was interesting to me, is that like both men and women are going to come in to get, uh, I, I guess, under the whole veil of uh, permanent makeup. But like if you have stretch marks or something like that, like somebody's going to come in and try to get that that filled in at yeah. least the color yep. uh, kind of get rid of that look. So from uh, that, that's a treatment that you do. And that's considered, is that considered paramedical? Yes. So um, that's more on the paramedical side. And there really are two different options for stretch marks. And that's where, you know, we have that consultation to see um, what procedure we even need to choose depending on um, the style of stretch mark, how old they are, what they look like, how deep they are. Um, you know, if they're super, if they're super deep, but healed, um, we would just probably go in and do the inkless um, scar revision. And that is really, really helpful in just rebuilding that, um, that skin where those stretch marks are. And even without using any ink, that's that, stretch mark can be revised really, really well. You know, there's no guarantee every, my favorite saying is every body is different. <laughs> every different. There is a no one size fits all, especially in this industry. And so it's always case by case, you know, we always go for, I try and give you the best outcome um, possible. And that's where like, even with, you know, if we do inkless, sometimes we can go in um, at a later date and put ink in once we've revised those um, stretch marks. If there's still some discoloration, then we may want to do the camouflage and try and um, mimic the color and implant that color to kind of really hide um, those stretch marks. Okay. Oh, that's very in-depth. That's, that's actually very good information um, to know about. And, you know, it's interesting that you talk about inkless. I didn't even think about that. And then you, you cause more scar tissue and it kind of like just heals that skin. That's really interesting to me. Uh, but uh, so also with uh, permanent makeup, what would be considered like a camouflage makeup? Um, so if somebody has vitiligo, Okay. Um, you would, you would camouflage that like whiter portion of, um, of their skin. Um, if you have a scar, like an, an ugly scar, we can, um, do different techniques to hide it. Gotcha. Um, sometimes it's placing pigment just surrounding the scar and it actually creates like a reflection. The eye sees the reflection, so it doesn't see the scar. It's really cool. Um, okay. Uh, well, let, let me ask you this, and this is completely different. This is back to like permanent makeup, but when somebody's selecting, I know you do a consultation with them, but like, is it neutral colors that you always pick or like, how does somebody go about picking a color that they want to put on for permanent makeup? Like for actual like lipstick or eyeliner and brows? Yeah. 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 So lips are a little bit more fashionable. Um, I have really fun colors. I have super nude colors. Um, some people want to match their lipstick um, or their favorite lip liner. Um, or they're like, oh, I love Hailey Bieber and I want Hailey Bieber's lips. So <laughs> that's about the only time that I actually, when you tell me that you want to look like um, a star, <laughs> you want somebody's lips, I can typically, you know, match a color like that. But when it comes to eyebrows, um, I usually pick the color um, from what I see on your face, um, what I see is going to work. Uh, so I just, I mean, they always have, you know, a choice. They, I always give them a choice, you know, two or three colors, but they're my choices that I gave them that I decided they would look really good together. I mean, there's color theory. We have to understand different colors in the skin and how that um, works with the pigment. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a science behind it. Yeah. yeah do, you, do you sometimes feel yourself, uh, Mallory, like have somebody come in and they, they almost ask for something a little too drastic and you got to kind of talk them down from the yeah. ledge or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time. Um, because people, they see something and they think, you know, they think, Oh, I would love that. But it's like, well, that might not look good on you. Like you yeah. are 
blonde and you cannot, I'm not putting black eyebrows on you. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I, and we do, we have that all of the time. And, um, you know, we just go with our professional opinion. And at the end of the day, I still will just, if, if I don't feel like you want something realistic, then I'm probably not the person for you. And that's kind of how I, how I say that, because I don't ever want to make somebody, you know, you're walking around with my work, um, presented for the most part. So I want to make sure that you look as amazing as possible. And, um, sometimes people just don't, they don't know. They think that they think it should be that way. Um, and if they're adamant on it, I just have to decline. Yeah. And we've actually had that discussion with like, um, stylists and stuff too, when they've come on, like when they've talked about like people coming in and just asking for drastic haircuts or something out of nowhere. That's Use that analogy. Like, um, you can't go from box dye black hair to platinum blonde in one session. Like you're yep. going to have a weird period. And a lot of people don't want to put in that work. And that's the, that's the real life thing is, you know, you just, it, I have my client's best interest every time, everything that I do. I am very conservative when it comes to that because it's my reputation. This is my livelihood. This is my, this is my passion. And I want you to look amazing. That's at the end of the day, like that's what I care about is that you guys look great. Yeah. And sometimes if somebody is making a decision purely emotionally, they almost do need to be saved from that. And if, if they're not, and and you just don't want to deal with their regret, they might have two, three years from now. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm just, you know, it's fine if that's what you want to do. It's just, I'm not going to be the one to do it. So yeah, I can see that happening, especially with something like permanent makeup. Um, so that was interesting. I, I did want to ask about that. But, um, well, I, th- there's so many different services that you actually offer there. I do want to talk about quite a few more. And, and the next one would be, like, there's a few different types of waxing you do at at, um, at uh, Beauty Rituals uh, Skin Care. Like, let's talk about that. What's the difference between, like, a Brazilian wax and maybe like if somebody came in for like a full body wax or is it all the same thing? Is it just different areas of the body or, or how does that work? Yeah. So it is, um, the Brazilian is, um, you know, the full Monty, we take it all off. Yeah. Um, (laughs) um, so it's not for everybody, but, uh, I always say this, you'll never go back once you get a Brazilian. you're going to be a lifer. So you just got to do it. Um, but so if they get a full body wax, that's like, uh, typically like arms. And I have a, quite a few women that come in, they get their arms waxed, they get their back wax, their chest wax, legs, Brazilian. And then we do the face. So we'll do eyebrows and like the lip and chin. So they, they come in and, and get it all. Um, and that's, you know, that that's where, they feel like a dolphin when they leave. <laughs> oh, I believe that. Uh, so now how often would you have to do something like that? Um, like, is that something that you make multiple appointments for like every six to eight weeks or, or am I way off base on that? No. So um, typically like any waxing schedule is going to be about four to six weeks. Um, it's just grabbing that, that growth cycle and making sure that the hair is long enough. Um, so four to six weeks is ideal. Um, sometimes people just have a faster hair growth, so they can come in a little bit sooner, um, as early as about three weeks. Um, and then if they still, if they have sparse hair, sometimes they can go out to eight. Um, and there's, you have both sides of the thing where some people are three weeks, some people are eight to 12 weeks, but the, the golden, the golden spot is about four to six weeks. Um, that's where most of my clients are, um, full body. I do the ones that come in for full body like that. Typically they do like the full body and then they'll do like Brazilian and legs and then they'll do the full body again. So they'll wait a while because the arm hair, um, and like the body hair is a little bit different. It's lighter. So it doesn't grow back as much. That being said, 
you know, if somebody has, uh, you know, any like hormonal issues or anything like that, sometimes their hair grows thicker. And so they would want that done um, a little bit sooner than, you know, every other time. But a lot of my girls, they, they come in and they get it every other time and then they'll just get Brazilian in legs um, four to six weeks. Okay. And, and, you know, it's, I don't know how it is if it's the same way, but when I think about waxing for some reason, like you've probably seen this movie with Steve Carell where it's the 40 year old -old. version where he's like, he gets gets his chest hair ripped off in that one spot. Um, Is it, is it anything like that still, or, or has it changed like drastically in the last little bit? I mean, you know, the thing is like, I think it's a lot of technique. Um, people come in scared. I always have to talk them off the ledge. And like, if I get a text message, Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. I tell them immediately, do not watch any more YouTube videos, please. Do not watch <laughs> like, I already know that's what you're doing. Because, <laughs> you know, they, they're all worked up and they're stressed. And they, they're like, Oh my God, this is going to hurt so bad. Um, but I have a really, really good Brazilian clientele because it's not that bad. It really is not that bad. Yeah. It shouldn't be that bad. It shouldn't be that traumatic. And if it is, then then you've got to go somewhere else. You have to go somewhere else because it shouldn't be that traumatic. Okay. Okay. And that's actually good to know. I'm glad we discussed that because I'm sure when we brought that up, some people were like, I, I just, I would do it, but I just and, know it's hurt way too bad. I don't oh, want like, to. No, I'm going to die. And, I'm, and I said, I say, um, when they leave, I'm like, yeah. And now you feel like a badass walking out of here because you just had your hair ripped out of your body. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Now, when are we next appointment? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good too. Yeah. Um, but, but there's, a, there's other techniques that you can do for, uh, either hair reduction or hair removal, um, there. And I kind of wanted some of them were I was completely unfamiliar with. And one I asked you about before we started recording, and that's sugaring. Uh, can you explain like what sugaring is and why somebody may want to use that as opposed to a wax? Yeah. So um, sometimes people now I do use pretty uh, sensitive wax. So people that have sensitivities and allergies, like I'm very conscious about what I use. However, some people just for environmental purposes would like the sugar better or think that it works better on their skin. Um, so they would go to sugar. Sugar is just sugar, water, and um, usually lemon juice, citric acid of some sort cooked down into an actual like candy paste. And we work that candy paste over the skin um, and bring the hairs into that paste and then remove the um, sugar in like a flicking motion so it's all hand work versus like waxing where it's either hard wax or you use like a piece of paper kind of, and you rub it and take it off. This is a little bit different. Um, some people think it's a, it's a lot gentler on them and some people um, don't like it. Same with wax. It's, it's all preference. I actually do a, um, for Brazilian purposes, I do a hybrid. So it's both sugaring and wax so they can try it and they oh. can decide themselves what they like best. Um, and honestly I do, that's one of our most popular, um, waxing services is the hybrid because you get the best of both worlds. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we, we love sugaring it's, I love the, you know, the environmental, you know, aspect of it. It's very low cost and low impact. I mean, it's sugar, it washes off. Yeah. And and so, so you get the sugaring. You've got waxing. You can do a hybrid. Um, but let's say somebody uh, is interested in like, it, does one take more time than the other? Or are they about the same amount of time to do each one? Actually, the sugaring Brazilian is really quick. I'm done in about seven minutes. Oh, wow. That's real quick. Yeah. Okay. So I can okay. get them. And so for trauma purposes, they're, <laughs> they're like, that wasn't bad at all. That was seven minutes. I could do that again. And then they come back. <laughs> okay. No. And that's good to know. Cause that is, that's really fast. Um, and, and, and so since we're still on the topic of, of skin and, and hair removal, like there's something called permanent hair reduction. 
that that you can do what does that involve and how is that different than like uh is that uh or is how, how is that different than waxing or anything else um so we actually that's a it's a serum and we use that um with so if we sugar typically you have to use a specific type of wax or um you can use sugar with it so that's why i um started sugaring is so i could use this product um basically you remove the hair with the sugar there's no residue so then you apply this serum and that serum actually stops the cell division within that follicle so i always i always get real sciency because that's the best way to explain it when you're there's always a cell division to create a new hair there's always a situation happening within that follicle to produce a hair and it actually um well it stops it 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 how do i want to say this um it it just stops this it scrambles the the message inside yeah. the follicle and it doesn't produce hair anymore um it's it's definitely not ideal for a lot of people um sometimes laser then is is best but it's great for um, people that don't have a lot of hormone fluctuations um because when you have a hormone fluctuation you have more hair growth it just happens you know women have hair on their chins that they didn't yeah. have before, that kind of thing so unfortunately hormones do play a large role in hair in general oh that's interesting so th that's definitely something you should get a consultation for uh, yeah. And, and, and go over the pros and cons for each individual. You know, it's funny that you bring up how sciencey you get with it, but let's face it. I think the more sciencey you get one, the person believes that you know what you're actually doing and yeah. talking about and, like, and two, the less they're going to question you in the future. Cause they're just yeah. going to be like, okay, she knows what she's doing. I'm going to shut up. I <laughs> want me to talk about the Langerhans cells now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you start talking oh. about the cell division. People are like, I, I don't know. I, I remember sixth grade science. I, <laughs> I'm like, know. well, the mitochondria does this. <laughs> so. yeah, you're like, that's the powerhouse of the cell. You're like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's funny though. Uh, okay. So I did want to ask about permanent hair reduction because that might be an option that some people uh want to want to take but obviously it depends on that individual um but when we're talking about skin or, or before we go on to facials because that's another huge part of the business i'm sure um uh, i did want to talk about a couple other skin treatments you do and uh, there there's actual skin treatments that you do there for skin tags and brown spots and other things like that and that that's something that every human being suffers from, and I'm sure a lot of people come in for. So what, is, what are those processes entail? Yeah. So those are fun. I love, um, the machine that I use, uh, it is another sciencey thing. I'm a nerd, so I love this kind of stuff. Oh, I'm um, a huge nerd too. We'll have to talk <laughs> nerd stuff sometime when, when everybody's not listening and going to sleep. <laughs> right. We talk about aliens. No. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Um, but so it, the machine is, um, electro desiccation. So it is direct high frequency. And what happens is you take a tiny, tiny, tiny little probe and you just touch the skin. We're never inserting it. We're never doing anything. We're not breaking the skin at all. We're just bringing that current through that probe to the skin and that direct high frequency, um, dehydrates the cells and that skin uh, abnormality that is now I say this, we do screen you because there are certain, um, cancers that look like some of these. So a lot of the times, if I have a client that has a ton of like sebaceous hyperplasia or, um, just like the liver spots or the brown spots on their faces that they see all of the time, um, a lot of the times I will have them already like pre-screened with their, um, doctor. Um, oh, and as long okay long as there is nothing, um, cancerous, um, then we're okay. We're clear to treat. Um, but I do like to bring in that, um, element beforehand so that I know that even though I, I can see it, I can never diagnose. So, um, I just want to make sure that we have a, a good canvas to work on. So then when we do, 
Um, it's, it's so fun. Uh, some of it's instant gratification, um, like cherry angiomas, which are those little tiny red dots that you see on people's skin. Yeah. Yeah. So we can work on those and those go away immediately unless they're big, but usually like you just tap it, you're tapping it on the top of the skin and it is dehydrating those, um, cells and they almost appear immediately. It's really cool. So using a little thing like that, and and I guess the best way to put this is like hard to reach or sensitive areas, because I, now that I'm 44 years old, I have always been able to take care of any skin tags I had in the past, you know, just through normal things. But I have one that's starting to develop underneath my eye. Is that something that you can do or is that too sensitive? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that, that, that's, those are the kind of spots that I'm sure a lot of people get that kind of stuff around. They like their do. eyes and all that, all that stuff. Yes, so. I see that too. Like I have a client that has to come back. Um, she has one where her, um, where she wants eyeliner tattooed. So it is in my way. And if she wants the eyeliner, she has to get the skin tag removed on her eye before I can do eyeliner. And, and now the skin tags, though, those don't go away right away. That would be a few days, right? Sometimes, sometimes, depending. Um, the small ones, do they do go away right away. There's always going to be a little, um, we call it crusting, because that's just how it feels. It's not really a scab. It's just like a dry skin. Um, mm-hmm. You leave it alone completely. You don't pick at it. Um, and you just let it fall off naturally, usually in about three to five days. And then it's gone. Some of the bigger um, skin tags, they will, like, I, I get a lot of people that get them, like, right, like, in their arms um, or the neck, like, neck neckline, neck roll area. Yeah. Um, they'll yeah. have a lot of bigger skin tags. And because of um, the skin folds, there's a little bit of friction. Um, so sometimes those just, sometimes we have to do a double treat. And that's the thing is some of these things, depending on how big they are, they may have to come in for a second treatment on some of them. Okay. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's probably a great feeling to have them gone because they, they're just like an eye sort of most of oh, us. They you know? love it. Yeah. I can guarantee they do. I, I guarantee they do. Um, so I kind of want to talk about these, these facials and the different types of facials that you do and like m- what might be, the differences in some of these facials. Cause when I went through the list of services, there was quite a few different selections for facials. And um, what would be the difference between getting what, what is uh, called a beginner facial as opposed to one of your signature facials? So typically if you've never had a facial, you have no idea what you're doing. You don't use skincare or you use, you know, something and you're like, I just, I don't know anything and I need help. The beginner facial is the way to go because you do get products with it. Um, I recommend typically about three. I, I like, I'm, I'm a simple girl, even though I have a 17 step skincare routine. I also have. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 17 steps. Okay. I have 17, but then I also have like a two to three step process um, when I'm lazy and don't feel like doing anything like, cause I'm actually a normal person. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's on my extra days when I'm like feeling extra, I'll do all of that. Okay. But um, typically, you know, three is going to be that sweet spot. That's going to be where people will actually like make those changes. And, you know, when I do the beginner facial, it's a lot of coaching. I want to know, um, you know, what you're using. I explain things. So if we're dealing with um, like a lot of blackheads or congestion, or we're dealing with wrinkles and things like that, I give you uh, my assessment as to what I see and what my recommendation is. Um, and so a lot of people love that because they kind of feel like they just got educated. Like, Oh, I, you know, I can do this facial thing. I could, I can take care of myself and I like to help people learn how to take care of themselves. So that's why I like the beginner. Now the signature, it's like, 
you, you know, you're a facial girl or a guy and you, um, you just want to keep up with, you know, age management or acne or anything like that, or you want a one-time facial and you just want to come in and you do these like every six months or a year, or you're here for, you know, on vacation to Ohio, who does that? Uh, a lot of people, I guess. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's when you would choose something like that, when you would choose like a signature facial. Okay. And, and now there's also a couple things that are a little different too, that I saw there. One would be if you were a teen, there's something called a teen facial. And then there's also one for your back. So it's kind of like a, uh, a little difference there, but you call it a back facial. Yeah. So what, what would those entail? Like, why is it different for a teen? And then what do you do for the back as opposed to the face? So for the teens, typically, um, they have a lot of, um, you know, just like acne, they have, um, blackheads, they don't take care of their, their skin very well because they're teenagers, you know? So we, um, typically put them in that category of the teen facial. Uh, we don't do any like dermaplaning. We don't do any, um, of the ancillary, like services that are included when you get a signature facial. Okay. Um, they, they can't, they don't need it. Um, and they, you know, it's just, it's necessary. So that's why we specifically do that. You know, I have kids that are, you know, 11 and then, you know, I've got teenagers that are 16, 17, and those are the, it's the perfect place for them to, to be. I know that I can do, um, you know, I can be gentle with them and get some extractions and, um, a mask. And usually like I do led, which was really cool. It's very healing, um, and then the back facial, I have a lot of people that do this before they go on vacation, a couple of weeks, um, before vacation, um, wedding. Um, I have a lot of guys that do it just because they have like what we call back knee. They have mm -hmm. back and they really want it cleared up. Um, so that's why we have that specific service because people, they realize, oh, this is, I have a big giant flat surface on the back of my body that I can't reach. I can't take care of it very well. And so we can take care of it for you. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. Cause when you started bringing that up, when you started talking about like weddings or it's about to be summer and you're going to go on vacation and your back's going to be exposed, or you're wearing a specific dress where your back's going to be exposed or you're a guy and you're going to, your back's going to be exposed. You're, you're just sick and like tired of having like back knee. Maybe yep. that's the, that's the place to start. Yes. That's, that's really interesting. Uh, and then there was one other type and I wanted to know what makes this one special, but I believe it's called the super hydroglow facial. So is that just a different type of facial or, or, or did I get that wrong? Is it just a hydroglow facial? So the hydroglow facial is, um, so it's kind of like this fun machine that uses water to exfoliate your skin. Um, a lot of people like this because it's, it's something that you can do before an event. Um, it's, it just makes you feel good. We don't do anything that's really, um, aggravating. So we're not really bringing up any acting. We're not drawing anything out. So okay. we, we do the hydrodermabrasion, which is water dermabrasion. So it's just an exfoliation method using water. Um, we use it periodically throughout the whole entire facial. We do some dermaplaning. Um, we do some massage, gua sha, things like that to help promote more of that hydration and glow in the skin. And then typically we do like a fun jelly mask. I have a lot of, um, people that just have good, you know, they have good skin and they like to get this done because, um, it's just kind of like a fun maintenance thing. You feel, you feel really, really refreshed when you're finished getting it. Oh, I believe that it just kind of sounds, it sounds refreshing just hearing it. It sounds like, yeah. you know, it's like well, something you like, put in a commercial with the water yeah. splashing on the face. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, you've talked a lot about acne so far and I don't know if um because I know you can do an acne consultation is what we're talking about like with the facials and the back facials mostly what you do for 
or acne treatment or is there other things you can do for acne treatment? That, well, that... So we do have, um, so we have a uh, boot camp um, for people that have acne. Um, typically that is going to be some enzymes, some peels, some, and we do a lot of information for the client, a lot of coaching. Um, and when the client comes in, they're typically in that boot camp. they're coming in every, like, if I can get them in every two weeks, sometimes it's hard just with scheduling purposes. Um, but the quicker we can get you in to, um, get these, you know, either peels or enzymes, which is just another, um, another way of, I hate to say peeling the skin because it isn't peeling the skin, but it is an exfoliation method and it also helps reduce inflammation. So depending on the client, depending on what our goals are, um, we go through that whole process and it can be anywhere from three to six months where we're working with acne clients and coaching them and giving them all of the tools that they need to maintain um, you know, typically acne free or incredibly, you know, 80, 90% reduced where they still, you know, they may still have breakouts. They may still have things where we have to work on for a few, you know, for a little bit longer, but typically in about six months, you have a completely different look (laughs) on your skin. Wow. Wow. Well, in there too, you mentioned these peels. So is that something you, because that, that's also not just a treatment for acne, but people come in to get either what's called a chemical peel or a bio peel. Uh, yes. Is that something for anybody or is this just recommended for certain people? So the bio people, the, the bio peel is a peel that you can like, you could book tomorrow and, and come in and get it um, as just a normal uh, treatment. However, with chemical peels, we do require you to be um, an already active client. Um, Chemical peels are a little bit more, um, how do I want to say this? We, there's a lot of things that we need to make sure that you are doing to your skin so that you're, we're not putting the wrong thing on your skin. Um, So lots of consultation and assessment, and then also prep work with a peel. If you prep your skin properly, you'll have a really, really good result with that peel. But if you don't, um, then you're not, you're not supporting the skin properly. It's like going to the, to the gym, but you don't eat well. You know, we hear that analogy a lot because it's, we're trying to frame that like state of mind. If you're, if I'm peeling your skin, but you have a weak immune system, your skin is weak. Um, you're not eating healthy. You're only eating, you know, Snickers bars for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Probably going to be really bad because it's just going to be a lot of inflammation and we could actually cause some damage. And, um, so we just need to make sure that you are a candidate for appeal. Um, we do have several brands of peels. Um, we actually, we just brought on this line, which I love because we can, peel your, we can use the peel year round. So in our industry, we have sayings, it's peel season, it's peel season. Well, you know, in, in sunny Ohio, um, joke. <laughs> yeah, no, kidding. no kidding. We're like right behind Seattle for some I know. Day. Oh, it's like, what is it? 250 days of cloudiness here in Ohio. Um, that's not a good ratio, but, yeah. um, we have a season where it's not so bright and sunny and people aren't, you know, especially in Ohio. I mean, we're like crazy people when it's sunny, we're outside. We're outside. Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. Cause that's all we've got. We have got that this one day, except for this winter, but um, you know, we just have that one day. And so, well, that's, you know, I hate to cut you off, but it's almost like you brought some of that LA weather back with you because oh. when you came back today, it's like 65 today while we're recording this and it was bright and sunny i'm like where am i i stole it from la because la is colder than ohio what yeah that's like never happens in february that's like i home and i'm like it is humid and what was it like 65 like what is happening (laughs) (laughs) so as we're sitting here talking about how we get no sun it was like the most perfect day here i know well Okay, this is like the twilight zone. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it though. I'll definitely. I know. Not complaining. 
but yeah, so with peels, you have to you have to have these situations. So that's why I do like the bio peel. Um, it's natural. There's no acids in it. Um, you're still going to get that peeling effect, but um, it's just a lot different. Like I said, there's no acids. I people that don't want acids on their skin, um, they love the bio peel. It's natural. It's you know all the fun things. It's fun to look at. It's green. It's weird, and you know we always love the weird kind of stuff, anyways. So what, so for those of us who are unfamiliar with peels or what a peel is, um, is it something that when applied, it's more of like uh, liquid form and it kind of hardens on your skin and then it can be peeled off or how do these peels work when they're applied? So depending on the formula, some are cream-based, some are um, like a liquid and uh, we just apply it to the skin. We've done prep work and we will apply it. Some sit on for, you know, a length of, of time up to, you know, half hour. Some of them, um, we can continue working on your skin afterwards and then it just self neutralizes. Um, so there's different formulas for different things. Um, and so we kind of tailor it to what your, you know, what your skin needs, um, where you're at in your skin journey, um, what we're treating. I mean, there's, you know, so many different formulas of acids that do different things from wrinkles to hyperpigmentation, to clearing acne, um, to even repairing the barrier within your skin. So there's so many different formulas and that's why we, we do work with, a, with several brands because once again, everybody is different. And we, if it's not a one size fits all, and that's where I like this one line, we can use it all year round. Um, it's still very effective. It's just different. Um, you actually don't, uh, see a sloughing. You're not peeling like a snake where some people have this idea that that's what a peel has to be, that your skin is peeling off. Yeah. And really, really, that's not, we're just, we're creating a chemical, you know, reaction, if you will, we're, we're changing some things and sending a message to the skin, whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm somebody who, when I do a peel, I don't actually like peel until almost 10 days after I've done the treatment. Um, so I almost forget that I even did it. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I'm peeling. I look like, a, you know, like I look like a snake because you know, I'm crazy and I do all of the extreme things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> but, but for most people, it's just a light flaking. It's, they just have like dry skin. It's just like a little dry. Um, but that being said, we do do peels where they are a little bit um, stronger and you do have that, what we say, like the sheeting look, you know, where it does come off and, um, thicker kind of looking skin yeah like what happens to me the second my skin sees the sun for the first time in the summer I, I I can't like not burn for some reason I don't it doesn't matter how much sunscreen I put on my skin just comes off so yeah um, <laughs> I don't get it it's that again everybody's different that's yep. me that's yeah. me that's how my body reacts to the sun it's yep. just you know it is what it is that's okay uh, are <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's who i am uh, and that actually kind of want, makes me think of uh the other half of the business and, and that's like the sauna end and yeah. i know you do like monthly i don't know if it's sold as like unlimited or if people come in x amount of times a week or how it's supposed to work or you do a one time but there's like a monthly infrared sauna and it's used to reduce stress and there's light therapy. Uh, what do you recommend and how is this different than other songs? So infrared. And so the way we, we do recommend um, doing the monthly package and coming as often as you can, you can use it daily. Um, it helps boost metabolize or boost your metabolism it helps detox your body. So this is another thing where actually in this area, we are encouraging people to come and use the sauna because it can help your body um, detox a little bit better. And, um, you know, the, the thing is we have so many 
things going on in the world and we're so stressed and going into a sauna and having a different type of warmth. It gets warm, but it, it infrared actually penetrates the body differently than like, um, you know, if you were sitting in your house and under fluorescent lighting, um, that's not going to give you a, a therapy, you know, a therapeutic benefit, but the infrared heat actually goes in and warms the cells and starts to boost that ATP or that energy for the cells. And then the body is working and that metabolism is moving and the, you know, even the liver and, you know, all of the systems, they're, they're energized and they start working better. Um, so that's why we do encourage, you know, doing the monthly packages um, you can, for unlimited, you can just, it's an hour. You, you can go up to an hour every day. Um, you, you don't really want to go in any longer than that. Um, cause you can go up to about a hundred and, um, 147, 148 degrees, um, for about an hour. Is that about how hot it gets in there? Yeah. Okay. And you have water like we, so we have, um, filtered. I do, I have a Berkey filter. So Berkey's just take all of the stuff, everything out of the water that's bad. Um, and so clients, I don't, I don't actually give them bottled water. They get that um, when they're in there. And I encourage that because it's just easier, you know, when you have a filtered water like that, while you're in the sauna, it's actually easier on your body and the body will use the water better. You know, and it just sounds so relaxing too. I mean, just like even on top of all the medical benefits, like just to be in there, like how many people love to just get in the tub at the end of like a day, just cause it's warm, you know, like take a bath just cause exactly. it's warm and basically relax. Like it's almost like doing that. Exactly. That's exactly like it's, um, mentally, like it's very, very good, especially, I mean, truth be told, I've bought it for myself and <laughs> oh my like I use this, um, it, you go in there and you actually, it, it, it brings joy. It brings joy when we're in Ohio and there's just not a lot of sunlight. You need something that is going to warm your body in a different way. And it, you just feel, you don't feel hot. Like you don't feel hot when you're done, you feel warm and you just like, it stays with you and, and not in a bad way. I don't ever know how to really explain it, but you well, just, you know, I think what it's almost like the opposite of when, See, I've done a lot of work where I've been stuck in the cold all day. And even after I get back into the house where it's warm, that cold stays with me. It's like yes. it's killed, killed me to the bone, yep. literally yep. killed me to the bone where yep. I just, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm going to feel cold. I could get under covers, whatever. Normally it takes like taking a real hot shower to get it out of you. Like yep. it's just, you're that cold. And it almost reminds me of the opposite of that where you're, you've just gotten so warm to the point where you're almost warmed to the bone, you know, you're just getting out and like, Hey, I'm good to go for a little while now. You're energized. You're like, all right. And you, your metabolism is like, it's going. And so you, you feel better. Like it's so crazy. And then there's, um, the chromotherapy in there as well. And that is, has, has so many therapeutic benefits mentally and for your skin, um, so it's like that combination is really, really great. And you just like, you walk out and you're like, oh my God, I needed that. <laughs> I feel so much better. And it's, I, it's so I fully believe that <laughs> I fully believe that because it, it is, it's such a difference to be, especially that warm. You said it gets to be about 148 in there or so. Yeah. That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Um, well, Mallory, as we kind of, get to the close here. Um, how can people get a hold of you if they want to make appointments and, uh, or a consultation, or do you recommend them do that straight through the website or do, should they call you or what do you recommend? Yeah. So either way, um, they can book the consultation. They can just click on the book button on, um, Instagram and that takes them right to our booking page and they can book those services. They can book a consultation, whatever it is that they're needing to do. But if they are still confused, and that's the thing is when people are new to um, this kind of stuff and they're, they're new to these industries, sometimes just calling us or texting us. I love texting, um, not to take the, you know, personal, you know, 
communication away, but just because I can, I can send them links. I can like do all kinds of things that better communicate. And then they have it and, you know, that text form where they can see it and reread it and go, oh yeah, that's what she said. So I it's like, like stored it. access to the information right at your yeah. fingertips right away. Exactly. So I do like that when dealing with clients. However, if they want to talk, we um, are, we're available um, to talk um, and they can ask us any questions um, even before they book a consultation. I'm always open to doing that, like, you know, pre-consultation over the phone to make sure that that's something that they need. Um, so that, yeah, we're, we're available either, either way. Okay. And then what would you recommend anybody just walk in off the street or is it better to call or in or contact you first? It's better to call. Um, we are by appointment only. Um, you know, I do have another esthetician who, um, her books do have a little bit more flexibility than mine, but if they're wanting, um, any of the tattooing, anything like that, um, the paramedical, um, and most of the, the face, um, that's going to be done consultation anyways. Um, they can come in, they can get their paperwork. They can have, you know, they can consultations for permanent makeup are a little bit easier, but consultations for skincare and things like that. It's a little bit more intense, um, as far as information grabbing. Yeah, I believe that too. And, and it, you know, you got to book this stuff out in advance and, and, and stuff like that, especially with how booked you are. Um, yeah. It's like they could come in, but um, we may or may not be able to service them at, at that exact moment. Yeah, especially with all the different um, services available, you know, you got to probably do a lot of prep work for those too, like have that stuff ready. Yeah. Um, which actually makes me think of something else, though. You can, and I think I saw this on the website, you can correct me if I'm wrong, you can actually order products through you and then just pick up at the store, right? Yep. You can pick up at the store or we can ship them. So we, we have our, the majority of our products, there are a few that we just can't, we're not allowed to sell online. So we have them in the shop. Um, but for the majority of it, I mean, I'd say 95% of our products, they're online. Um, all you can just put it in your shopping cart, you can pay for it and we will ship it to you. Or you can just click, um, pick up in the shop and we'll just already have it ready for you in a cute little bag. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, uh, you know, with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, Mallory, I've loved having you on. I, all this stuff was uh, way over my head. Your, you, your, your science blew me away, but I learned a lot, uh, especially when it came to uh, some of the stuff with the peels and the permanent makeup and, and just the facials like there's some and even the waxing and, and sugaring. I was just like, OK, I, I don't know much, but you've really filled me in on, on a lot of the services that you have there. And I appreciate it. Uh, and I'm glad you were able to get with us after that busy uh, time you had in L.A. So, oh, yeah. Anytime I have a chance to talk about what I do, I, uh, I take it. I love, I love the industry. I love sharing my knowledge and um, I really appreciate you having me on. Oh yeah. Anytime. And at, we do a thing on uh, Cleveland Schwell where we call it friends of the show and you're basically a friend for life. So unfortunately or fortunate for you, I'm going to keep sharing your information on the Cleveland Schwell page repeatedly now, uh, <laughs> just because, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm going to let everybody know that uh, Beauty Rituals uh, Wellness and Skincare uh, has got a promotion going on. <laughs> you know, that's just awesome. Uh, I appreciate that. Like, small business, look out for each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to totally do that. And, and with that being said, I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, I appreciate Mallory being on. And uh, everybody, keep, your, keep washing your face. Uh, at least three steps, if not 17, like Mallory <laughs> said. you got to learn all what those 17 are on your own, but uh, maybe you can contact her and she can fill you in on it. And in the meantime, have a drink for us. We'll see you later.